Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You know, I I feel like I kind of know Jeff Darlington decently well. And Jordan, I didn't peg him as the dude that would go to this story first and foremost. I got to tell you, I didn't what, peg him what as do you, that. What do, you, what do you mean? That's why I love Jeff Darlington. That quick wit, quick on his feet move. Is it cra- you know that's like vintage my type of humor. I, I love that's, it. That's exactly what I'm saying. I didn't peg him as one that would go this direction. You, 100%. Him, <laughs> I didn't know it was in him. Now I know. It's Car- Candy and Carlin in, uh, on ESPN Radio, and we are presented by Progressive Insurance. Shay Cornette, Jordan Cornette, filling in for the guys. The question today on the phone number is how much confidence do you have in your quarterback, your team's quarterback, whatever team that is, 888-729-3776, say ESPN. Perhaps we should ask one Chris Carlin, this very question, the host of this very show, joins us now here on Canty and Carlin. Chris Carlin. Hello, Chris Carlin. Good afternoon to you. How are you? Oh, hi. How are you doing, family? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> we are doing great. Thank you for asking. Uh, Jordan, I'll let you have the floor because this is kind of your your baby, your question, so go ahead. Oh, we're going to start right out of the gates. Let's well, do it right out of the gates. Let's talk about that AFC <laughs> North. AFC North, Chris. I am a uh, huge Bengals guy. I got to be really loud about it this past year for the first time in a long while, given our postseason run all the way to Super Bowl. I know you to be a Steelers fan. It's been a lot of fun for you basically your whole life. Uh, Model of consistency there. (laughs) I feel really strongly, having covered Mitch Trubisky in Chicago, much like my wife, my wife closer to it, being in the locker room there covering the Bears on that beat, that Mitch Trubisky didn't get a fair shake in Chicago. Him learning in Buffalo props him up to be the Steelers, not only starter week one, but shines, and Kenny Pickett never gets a chance to see the field this coming season because of how Mitch performs. How do you feel about that? Listen, I, I, I think a couple of things. Number one, personally, I'd be thrilled because that means they're playing well, and he's playing well. Um, but I don't think Pickett's a guy that you want to start right out of the gate. And I, I, Trubisky, they obviously felt very good about in Buffalo. They wanted to try to keep him there as the backup Um I'm with you. I think he could have gotten a, a more fair shake in Chicago, but there was there's always the infinite pressure right away when they did what they did to make sure that they got him with the second overall pick. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think he's got a chance. Do I think he? You know, is he going to be Ryan Tannehill in terms of salvaging his career? I don't know about that yet. Um, but Chris, right, I, I would question? say I'm relatively optimistic that they could win games with him. But at the same time, I could see it going south pretty quickly, primarily because their offensive line is still a work in progress, still very much a work in progress. And that is what would concern me from Mitch Trubisky's standpoint. 
This is what I, I asked my husband this too, because he says similar to what you just said, uh, Chris, in that Mitch Trubisky didn't get a fair shake in Chicago. How not? He was the starter was- for multiple years. Yes, albeit I know Matt Nagy is no longer a head coach, but he has a job. He's with the Kansas City Chiefs. Now I know his offense was a little wonky, but it's not like he didn't have ample opportunity to shine in what Chicago. Kind of, what kind of opportunity, Shay, when nobody knows what offense is in Chicago? I mean, I think Chris would agree. Yeah, he got a ton of playing time, but with a group that had no idea, A, how to run the football, with, again, which does make me a little concerned, Chris, at a great point, a bad offensive line, but no creativity coming from the sidelines. And, Chris, I got to imagine you believe he'll have some of that in Pittsburgh, sans the offensive line. Well, from a coaching standpoint, I would have a lot more faith in Pittsburgh. Yeah, I agree. And that's just, you know, based on history there. Um, You know, I I think they'll be fine. You know, Mike Tomlin usually does a pretty good job in in having good people in place and and running the system properly. Now, they've they've had the luxury of having Roethlisberger as long as they did. And up until this past year, he was, you know, pretty good up when he was healthy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think with Mitch, the thing is, is like you look at his record and you look at how he played, and it's one of those things that I'm, I'm very anxious to find out. Mm. Is, it, is he just a guy that's never going to be defined by his numbers? Because we all have seen athletes. So you look at their numbers, and if you haven't watched them play enough, you're like, huh, this guy's not bad. What's the problem? And then you watch him play, and then you realize, oh, okay, you can't count on him in this kind of situation. I don't think that's the case with Trubisky. I think we've, you know, it's been a while since we've seen him as a starter, but I don't, I'm not fully convinced that that's the case. And I think he deserves another opportunity. And I don't think they're going to rush him, uh, rush Kenny Pickett in Pittsburgh. Because what's, you know, they will play the guy that gives, gives them the best chance to win right away. But I don't think that's going to be Pickett. I don't think they're going to jam him down uh, the throats of everybody if they feel like he's not quite ready yet. Yeah, no, I agree with you. So the question is, what's your confidence here? Confidence meter, 1 through 10, 10 being the highest. What's your confidence in Mitchell Trubisky? 1 through 10. Uh, negative 7. No. Perfect. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I would put my confidence at like a 5. Yeah. I, I, that's where I would put it because – for me, it's still going to be a jury's out situation. Fair enough. And I think a five is being more than fair to Mitch Trubisky at this point, considering it is somebody trying to reclaim their career. Okay, fair enough. Uh, let's move on to a different team uh, in the NFC. And let's go to the Eagles, because earlier today, Chris Canty, uh, your co-host here on Canty and Carlin, uh, said something I think that had everyone's ears perk up a little bit. Here's Car- uh, Here's Canty earlier today. I believe in what they're doing in terms of the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. <laughs> Overall, their roster has improved dramatically on defense. They added N'Kobe Dean, who's a run-and-hit linebacker out of Georgia. They were able to add Asan Reddick out of free agency, a double-digit sack guy from Carolina a year ago. And the biggest addition to me on the defensive side of the ball, save the draft pick, Jordan Davis, has to be James Bradbury, the corner from the New York Giants that's now going to play opposite of Darius Slay. Okay, so he's obviously talking about the Eagles, and he went as far to say that he thinks that this Eagles team could be a Super Bowl contender. Not just participate in the postseason in the NFL, but be a Super Bowl contender. Seems a little bit out there, Carlin. What do you think? I think he's nuts. Nuts! Um, (laughs) No, I I think the Eagles are absolutely good enough to win the division. Sure. But they're not sold on Jalen Hurts yet either. 
And how I know that is they have positioned themselves to have the assets to trade up for a quarterback after this season uh, in the draft where it is much richer next year. Um, I am a Jalen Hurts guy. I think he can play. I think he'll get better and better. Uh, And I think that the Eagles ultimately uh, have found their guy. But I don't think they're quite there yet. Uh, They are better than they were, if this makes sense. And I look back to 2017. They have a better overall roster right now than they did at the beginning of 2017. And they had a similar question about the quarterback because that was year two for Carson Wentz. And before he got hurt that season, he was the MVP of the league. Now, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that Jalen Hurts is going to do that in year three. But if he takes a step forward that is 60% of what Wentz did year one to year two, then I think they're in, they're in good shape. And if you're going to talk about the Eagles being a, a serious Super Bowl contender, to me it speaks more about the NFC than it does about the Eagles. And I think it's really downplaying the Buccaneers. I think it's downplaying the Rams. I, I, you know, anybody else you want to look at in the NFC, if you, if you think that Trey Lance is ready to step up with San Francisco, they certainly have plenty of other pieces in place. I am, I would say, skeptical of being a Super Bowl contender right now, but I would say optimistic as far as winning the division because I have zero faith in the Cowboys. Zero. <laughs> Jay? All right. Carlin, we'll leave it right there. Thank you so much for the time. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon. Keeps the good takes coming, whether it's in this hour or an earlier an hour or whenever it is. Thank you for holding it down for us. We appreciate it. Anytime. See you later. That's Chris Carlin. You can hear him on Canty and Carlin. You can hear him in Greenies Hour with Canty. He's all over the place here on ESPN Radio. Again, Shay Cornette, Jordan Cornette filling in for Canty and Carlin here on ESPN Radio. And we are... Per- presented by Progressive Insurance. So we heard what Chris thinks about Mitchell Trubisky. Well, Jordan and I are going to tell you why we are on complete opposite ends of the spectrum when it comes to the Steelers quarterback situation. And we'll explain it next here on ESPN Radio. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Uh, Big Ben Roethlisberger might be retired, but his mouth is still going, and he's had some interesting things to say about 
young talent in the NFL. It's Canty and Carlin here on ESPN Radio. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Jay Cornette, Jordan Cornette filling in for the guys today. Um, okay, so Jordan, earlier this week, or I guess last week, I should say, on Friday, Ben Roethlisberger said in an interview with the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, essentially, and these are kind of choppy quotes, but he- here they are, the game has changed, the people have changed, the team was so important, it was all about the team, now it's about me and this, that, and the other. Okay, so he's referencing more the younger, I guess, generation, you could call it, of talent in the NFL and the way that they work. Essentially, it's more about them than it is the team. And he didn't like it. Well, then Cam Hayward, who played with Big Ben, Steelers defensive tackle, responded to this via a podcast, not just football podcast from Omaha Productions. And here's what Cam Hayward had to say to that. Man, they rubbed me the wrong way. Ben is a Hall of Fame quarterback and He has played 18 years in our league, all with the Pittsburgh Steelers. I was a little bit upset about it because I was always raised to protect the locker room, protect the guys. And the way it seems is, and this is my point of view. This is what I see. It looks as though we're looked at as selfish players. And I think that's not the point. I think we have a lot of young players that come from different backgrounds. I think we have guys that have experienced different things than what I or somebody else might experience. And that doesn't make them selfish or it doesn't make them more of a me type attitude. Okay. So yeah, I mean, he was always taught to protect a locker room. He's not in it anymore. So maybe big Ben feels like he doesn't have to protect it anymore. Jay, what do you make of all these comments? Uh, For one, it tells me that there are some maybe bad actors in that locker room that rubbed big Ben a certain way uh, down the stretch. Antonio Brown, maybe even Juju Smith-Schuster, Le'Veon Bell. And maybe he was speaking indirectly to some guys that were pretty polarizing and those stories well-documented. But there's also a lot of hypocrisy underneath what's coming from Ben Roethlisberger. Let's not forget his off-the-field transgressions uh, that were overlooked simply because they were playing good football. Seems like he was getting a a pass there, and maybe accountability wasn't at the forefront there, if you ask me. It's a guy who also ran up Every and squeezed out every piece of money he could get from that front office, putting himself first. And how about him riding off into the sunset in his final season as a Pittsburgh Steeler, holding pretty much the franchise hostage with his poor play because he wasn't quite ready to say goodbye to football. Who's he putting first there? To me, it feels like a lot of this is a guy who's no longer playing, didn't maybe love how he went out despite the fact that the franchise did everything they could for him, and it's making it about him throwing his teammates under the bus after he's no longer playing. I hate all of it, and I think it's very classy in which Cam Hayward addressed it all by saying no shade at his guy, Ben Roethlisberger, but he's standing up for his guys, and that's what leadership truly looks like. So I, I, I don't disagree with what you just said, but I'm going to play devil's advocate, and I know what you're going to say because this is what I always say to Jordan. Devil when, doesn't need an advocate. That's what I always tell Jordan when we're in a fight. The devil doesn't need an advocate. But anyways, I'm going to play it anyways um, because I'm just taking a step back. Perhaps Ben is kind of taking like this Tom Brady-esque also mentality approach how at life is football, you know, like that's all it is. When I was playing football, once training camp starts, the blinders were on. I knew nothing about the outside world. It was football. I eat, breathe, all the rest of it. And now, again, I'm playing devil's advocate. I'm just throwing this out there. Perhaps these young guys are coming in. 
They're TikToking. They're doing this. They're going on vacation during the bye week. I don't know. They're doing other things. And he feels like this isn't how it like get off my lawn, essentially. Maybe that's the way he's thinking of it. Not necessarily criticizing the younger generation, but criticizing the way they approach the game. I don't know, Jay. Yeah, well, I guess if he's saying that, look, that's nothing new. Right. Generations change uh, with every wave. I'm sure guys that played back for the Steel Curtain looked at guys like Big Ben and said, you know, this guy's out partying. He's getting in trouble with the yeah. law. He's got lawsuits. Like, this wasn't how it was when we were playing. Like, that's normal. But I feel like for a guy who's so freshly removed from that locker room, for a group that gave it his all, keep in mind he played for one of the top defenses and top rushing attacks for a lion's share of his career where he was propped up to be good in an organization that is known for being consistently elite in how they handle business. He was almost set up to succeed. And I think for him, which feels like also some shade thrown at Coach Tomlin, the organization, not just the players, uh, most importantly that locker room, it doesn't sit right with me because there are codes to being an athlete, and I think he broke one of the most important ones, is acting like you're one of their guys till you're no longer in that locker room going to battle with them and then just throwing this out there for the world to have and digest, a narrative that doesn't seem fair given what we've heard from Cam Hayward. Yeah, and I think Cam makes a good point. Look, everyone, and this is any workplace. I don't care if you're in a locker room, you play football, you're in a different locker room, you're at a different workplace, even in your own house. We're all from different walks of life. We all have different backgrounds. We were all raised differently, all those different things. And so the way people approach work or the way people approach life or the way people approach things, everyone's going to be different. And also, I've heard Greeny talk a lot about this over the last week, I feel like. I don't. I think it's just because it's coming up in the topic of conversation, essentially, like with realignment in college football. I swear I'm going to get back to what we're talking about. But essentially, like, you got to adapt with the times. Like, not everything's going to be how it was, quote unquote, back in the day. Not everyone's going to do everything the way you did things. You got to kind of move along as we all move along. And I think this is an example of maybe Big Ben being stuck in, like, what he thinks is right and what he wants to do. And now he's not in that locker room, so he can say what he wants. Like, his own world and universe. And it's like, bro, not everyone's going to be the way you are or handle things the ways you did or or do – like, we're moving along in the world and we're adapting and there's more to life. Like, these young guys have more on their plate. They have more responsibility. They have social angles that they can tackle and maybe political stances they want to take and different social media and different avenues to take things out on. Like, that's – that's not how it was when he was coming up when he was young. Like he needs to realize that. And I don't I, I just don't think he does. And I think that's probably part of the problem. And I think it's really fascinating to me for a franchise that has so much stability. And yeah, we know about the Antonio Brown, the TikTok with Juju, the Le'Veon Bell uh stuff. But to right. me, you you look at the two best quarterbacks to ever play there, and Terry Bradshaw and Big Ben. And those guys don't even have much of a relationship. And now Big Ben goes so far as to say all this stuff, and it's just it's odd to me that it feels like Big Ben, for what he meant to that organization, to me, as a guy who he was one of my biggest rivals, being a Bengals fan, never felt like, despite the fact that he was so Pittsburgh, he was so Steelers, and the career was so decorated, never really felt like he was beloved in any of the locker rooms. And maybe I'm missing there, because again, I wasn't a part of the locker room, and you can always only do so much as to speculate, but I never felt like Big Ben was a guy who had a ton of friends in the biz 
And I think that's a little mm-hmm. telling when it gets to stuff like this. Yeah, that, and that's a good point. And obviously you and I weren't there, but yeah, that's, you know, that that also could be another aspect to it. And obviously that's why we're hearing a little pushback perhaps from one of his former teammates in Cam Hayward. Um, all right, coming up, how much confidence do you have in your team's quarterback? That's the question we're asking now. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Earlier today we asked Chris Carlin how much confidence he has in, let's say, Mitch Trubisky, 1 through 10, 10 being the most confident. Uh, he gave it a 5, by the way. So feel free to call and let us know. Plus, do the Browns have enough confidence in Jacoby Brissett when Watson is inevitably suspended, which, of course, we are still waiting for? We'll dissect all of this next. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, so Jordan, I have a confession. Um, Shay and Jordan Cornette filling in for Canty and Carlin here on ESPN Radio. Uh, so for those of you that don't know, my, I am uh, almost five months pregnant. So, okay, You are? I, I, shut up, Jordan. And my craving has been fresh fruit. Okay, like all I want is like fresh pineapple, watermelon, mango. I don't care. You name it. Anything I'll but bananas. I'll tell you what she doesn't want, everybody. Uh, but anything but bananas. Shut up. Anything but bananas. So I'm like asking everyone in the break, is there a fresh fruit at this ESPN place anywhere? <laughs> anywhere. Nowhere to be found. I just went. We have like these different break rooms in each section of ESPN. We have one here for ESPN Radio. And it's got like a, a communal fridge. I think there's a vending machine in there and, and water. I just, this is true, everyone listening. I went and I searched the fridge to see if there was any fruit in there, and I was going to steal it. I was going to take it. I was just going to steal it from anyone that brought it. And everyone here is lucky that no one had any. Hell no. (laughs) Oh, hide your fruit. Pull people around. (laughs) I just just had to let everyone know, make the confession. So if anyone saw me digging through lunch bags, no one has any fruit. Wait, you're you're being on it. I mean, you represent the Cornet name, even though I'm not there. Like, you're still my wife. You're out there rummaging through the fridge for I, other people's stuff? I just did that. Yep. And now everyone knows. And I'm not ashamed. Um, I can do you one much better. Go there ahead. was one time, and he will confess to this. There's one time where outside in the hall while he was waiting for a hit, Jeff Passan was eating some fries. And I walked out. And I was like, hey, Jeff. And he goes, hey. And then he literally looks me in the eye. He goes, hey, whose fries are these? <laughs> As he keeps eating the fries. <laughs> like, the most unapologetic, just head down. I'm crushing these fries. Don't care what the so here's okay. what we've all learned about ESPN. Keep your food close. Hold on, okay? hold on. Since we're doing this and it's a safe space, I've gone, I've gone to the little, they call it the mini-calf there, and for those of you who've never been to ESPN, for one, you should come out and take a tour. It's an incredible place, and I'm still wild every time I come in. But there's like a little like quickie express mart, and it has like chips. You can get a drink. You can get a little snack. But you can't get fruit. So. You, run, you run your credit card, and you get in, and you get out. Well, one time I walked in there, I couldn't figure out the credit card machine. 
adult. So I had a drink and I had chips. I needed those drinks and those chips. <laughs> I couldn't figure out the machine, so rather than put them back and be like, I'll figure it out later. You took five, it. Five-finger five discount. Yeah, five-finger discount. I won't say names since we're not naming names, but Jordan, somebody did that in the minicaf and actually thought everything was free. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they came their first day like, oh, this is great. Look at, look at the spread. In fairness to me, I thought I could get away with it. <laughs> <laughs> Man, See? you... So you thought you, you thought ESPN was giving like that? Come on, uh, man. All right. Well, you ain't you ain't new, Matt Lack. This, this isn't is like Hampton <laughs> Inn. This isn't complimentary. No, they don't give free cookies when you walk in. Uh, okay, we need to move on. But anyway, so if anyone has fruit in this building that's listening, please bring it to me. I'm in studio too. I'm about to get on arrested. The ES- on the ESPN radio side. Anyways, this is Candy and Carlin on ESPN radio. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Jay Cornette and Jordan Cornette filling in for the guys. The question is, how confident are you in your team's quarterback? Mine is Justin Fields. Jordan's is, uh, why am I blanking? Joe, Joe Burrow. Burrow. <laughs> Joe Burrow. And his is like a 75. Mine is like a six and a half for my Justin Fields. One through 10, 10 being the most confident. Give us a call. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. So how confident are you in one Jacoby Brissett? Because it sounds like that's going to be the guy that's going to have to lead the Browns for the time being. We still have no idea how long, if all the details about Deshaun Watson and his suspension or his punishment. We're still waiting for Sue L. Robinson, who's the disciplinary officer of the NFL right now, and she's still handling this case, has yet to make an announcement about this. So in the meantime... The Browns have started training camp, and they're proceeding as business as usual. And so earlier today, Kevin Stefanski, who is the head coach of the Browns, spoke on the situation with QB1. Did you bring in Rosen as a a potential look to see if he could earn that spot? Uh, Jacoby's our backup quarterback. If Deshaun's unavailable, Jacoby's the starter. Okay, so Jacoby Brissett will be the starter, Jay. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. He is the backup to one Deshaun Watson. Now, you and I were talking about this earlier, Jay. And look, Jacoby Brissett is a very good, valuable backup. But he, if Deshaun Watson is suspended for at least the length that we think he might be, which is potentially the entire season, let's even say 10 games, is that still considered a backup? You're starting the majority of the – you're the starting quarterback for the Browns this year. And and I just – basically what it does to me – and, again, it goes back to what the AFC North is. There's four teams that can legitimately go out there and win the division. But if Jacoby Brissett is the quarterback for Cleveland, that offense looks a lot more anemic. Deshaun Watson is one of the top five quarterbacks in the NFL. Take away everything going on, which is, an, is a big-time ask, mind you. But focus only on football. Deshaun Watson changes everything there. He makes this team a Super Bowl contending team. When you put Jacoby Brissett in, can he do some of the things Deshaun Watson can? Yeah, but at a level two compared to a level 10 that Deshaun Watson presents. You have that run game. You have that offensive line that is elite in run blocking and pass protection. Pretty good there, too. Jacoby Brissett can't make those type of plays. So that team becomes one that is threatening to go ahead and win the AFC North and go on a deep run to a margin of error that changes completely, and I put them as the last-place team in that stacked AFC North. That's how much it changes with Jacoby Brissett. No disrespect, but given the level of competition in the AFC North and you look at everybody else, I just don't see them being up there. Okay, and and look, that might be fair because we haven't seen a lot from Jacoby Brissett, especially in this quote-unquote starting role, but last place, man, even behind the Steelers. Um Steelers are going to be okay, Shay, if they get somewhat of good quarterback play there, except for the offensive line is worthy of questioning. But, yes, still give me the Steelers over the Browns. 
All right. So the the next thing we have here now is the Jimmy G factor. Jimmy G, as we learned yesterday, is no longer the starter for the 49ers. They've moved on to Trey Lance, and at this point they're looking for a trade partner if they can get one. If not, perhaps they cut Jimmy Garoppolo, and he's going to have to find his way onto an NFL roster. Well, Jay, you brought up earlier the fact that maybe the Browns should be a team, and I know Mike Tannenbaum was big on this too. Maybe the Browns should be a team that should go a call-in because they could be in a situation where with the right quarterback, perhaps they can be competitive in the AFC North that you think without the right quarterback, they could lose. You got to be a high-level game manager with this. Look, Baker Mayfield wasn't asked to do a ton in Cleveland. When he tried to do a ton is when things went awry. When the game plan was tailor-made for Baker to go out there and be a star, struggle city. But when Baker stayed within the confines of that offense, run the football, make a couple plays here and there, they kind of took off. Who is built to do that more than anybody, arguably, in the NFL? Jimmy G. The way he approaches the game, how steady he was, steady being maybe not even as favorable as it deserves to talk about him, but how he manages the game, being the winner that he was in San Francisco, you insert him in there, and my confidence goes right back to what it was. If you put Jimmy G there, maybe not Super Bowl contending, but a team that can come out of the AFC North, get to the playoffs, have a good seed, and then you never know. That's what Jimmy G can bring, Shay. I'm not necessarily disagreeing with you, Jay. I just don't think Jimmy Garoppolo wants to join that circus. Why would he? He's leaving now a Niners organization where, I'm sorry, but he was wronged. He wasn't done right, and they're moving on to a younger person, so he's going to go join the Browns that have all this outside noise and mess going on, and another kind of quarterback controversy situation going on if he was going to go in there and step on Jacoby Brissett's toes and then what about when Deshaun comes back what happens with Jimmy Garoppolo why because it's why not the headache? oh and by the way it's one of the most competitive divisions in in the entire NFL so you're not you're not even guaranteed uh, wins see see now you're Forget talking that. about see and, no and, and, way we got a break ah oh. sorry uh, we want to hear from you, though. Again, the phone number, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888 I don't know. How confident are you in Jacoby Brissett or if Jimmy G decided to join the Browns? Give us a call. Also, Aaron Rodgers responded to Devontae Adams, all fun and games. We'll hear from him next. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Cornette and Jordan Cornette back here with you. And let me tell you what's not going away. It would be Live Golf. Um, It continues to expand. It continues to add players to its roster, I guess I'll call it. And it continues to make headlines, Jay. And so I guess the question now is, is how can we all continue on in this golf world that we all follow and love with Live Golf and the PGA coexisting together? Bob Herrick wrote a really good article about this, Jay. And I know you found it interesting that these two parties, I'll call it, now have to find a way to kind of coexist in this golf landscape together. Yeah, and it basically comes down to is the PGA is hemorrhaging players. And Liv has shown uh, an unrelenting desire 
to get all the biggest names. Any name that shows up, i.e. a Cam Smith and does what he does at the Open, and then Liv goes, we want him. Yeah. It's very clear they're not going to let up. So a couple of things that Bob Herrick laid out that I thought were very interesting. And first he said, allow PG – uh, essentially he said we need to compromise. PJ needs to understand they need to work with Liv, not try to shun Liv and what they're trying to do. So allowing PJ golfers to compete in Liv events would be a compromise that could help maybe these two come closer together, not see each other's enemies, but potential allies who can work together because they don't want the sport to falter. Also, Live Golf will be able to subsidize PGA Tour purses. And essentially, that would be an exchange to get any PGA Tour member to sign on. They could subsidize those purses for events played opposite Live Events. So let's say $5 million per event or a total of $50 million if there are 10 Live Events. That could be something interesting. Then I have some sort of TV agreement. And this is where it could get dicey. But a compromise there where 10 live events come under PGA Tour television rights to get live on that on that platform where it can be viewed. So there's a give, there's a take, but they're working harmoniously to say, hey, let's keep this sport great. Let's keep all these players in the spots where they can be watched in certain certain events and tournaments, but everybody can watch them on TV. And this doesn't need to be something that is dangerous to the sport of golf, but the fan wins, the players win, and everybody gets in a spot where they want to be at. So you're telling me that you want two parties to somehow compromise? <laughs> That's what you're saying should maybe be happening right now in this world that we live in in general, but also what has been so polarizing in golf. And Jay, you and I have talked a lot about this on the radio, and I continue to say this. I think it's actually good for golf because we talk about golf more than anything. However, I know people feel passionately about it one way or the other. But yes, a compromising system seems to be the easiest way to go about this because then you get kind of both ends of the... Like, if Liv can find a way to be televised and we can continue to watch these events and then we have four majors with everyone participating together, isn't that the best of both worlds? Yeah, and Liv really sees September to October as their best time to play. That way you're getting... Uh, very interesting golf at high level year-round. It's a win. It's a win for everybody, right? Uh, Jordan Cornette, Shay Cornette, we got more Canty and Carlin here coming at you momentarily. Stick around. This is ESPN Radio. You might not think he's watching or listening. It's like Santa Claus. But Aaron Rodgers is. (laughs) He's always watching and listening. And he's pretty clever sometimes with a microphone in front of him. This is Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Shea Cornette and Jordan Cornette filling in today. And what exactly am I talking about? Well, in case you missed it, what was it? Last week, Devontae Adams at at a press conference for the Raiders. Remember, the Raiders and the Jags were two of the first teams to open training camps because they're featured in the Hall of Fame game. And so Devontae Adams was basically asked about moving on from Aaron Rodgers to now Derek Carr. And he essentially said, well, I'm moving from Hall of Famer to Hall of Famer. Ha ha. Then we kind of question is Derek Carr really a Hall of Famer and we had fun with this well then Aaron Rodgers today was asked about moving on from Devontae Adams and he's got jokes I mean it's always tough going from Hall of Famer to Hall of Famer (laughs) Uh, you know from Devontae to to Allen it's going to be you know a transition but he's capable of a lot and the way things have gone with the reps and the guys that we've had here and the targets that we've uh, we've you know doled out. He hasn't had a ton of opportunities, but he, you know, he's since his first day here, he's he's turned heads. Hall of Famer to Hall of Famer, uh, uh, Devontae uh, uh, Adams to Alan Lazard. You buying it? Well, look, you may not like Aaron Rodgers because of what he's done year in and year out to Chicago Bears, and he took full ownership of them a year ago. Yeah, I didn't disagree. I think Aaron Rodgers is hilarious. 
I, I think he's a content machine. I think he's great for sport. I bet baseball wishes they had personalities like this to be the faces of their said sport. I, I enjoy it. Now, I do feel like there's a little bit of it that might be a slight to Alan Lazard uh, because I do believe that you've got a, a guy in Devontae Adams who believes Derek Carr is a Hall of Fame caliber guy. They're roommates in college. It's his boy. He wanted to go play with him. It's very clear Alan Lazard is nowhere close to that, and it's a steep drop-off from Adams to Lazard. So it's kind of a slight to Lazard. I don't know how he'd love it, and it wasn't a glowing endorsement necessarily from Rodgers. He just said he's capable of a lot. But the main thing is I love what Aaron Rodgers does here. He makes people laugh. He's very loose. That's who I want my leader to be, a guy who's just out there having fun slinging it. Yeah. He's not always like that, Jay. Sometimes he's very calculated. Sometimes he's methodical. He's in training camp right now, and he's showing up with his hair blowing in the wind in a tank top, although in the hat today in the locker room, I couldn't see the hair, so I'm questioning. Did you like the look? Did you, when he uh, showed up with the hair? I didn't Looking like care. Cameron Poe from Con Air. I've, I've never seen that movie, but I laughed, and I thought this is – I can say this because my family lives in Wisconsin. It's Wisconsin-esque, and I thought it was great. And I'm like, I don't see why anyone would show up to camp any other way. I mean, whatever for Aaron Rodgers. I actually thought this this whole press conference exchange was great. Um, I also love I love when when athletes show that they're listening, even though they pretend not to. Right? They block out all the noise. No, you don't. You listen to everything that everyone else is saying. And I love that, and I love when they show their cards, and Aaron Rodgers did it without caring. Um, go I've got to be honest really quick before you change gears here, Shay. Like, you see what Tom Brady's about to get paid when he becomes a, an analyst on a desk. Yeah. We see what Tony Romo's being paid. Give me Aaron Rodgers over both of those guys. I would love to see him out there talking because he's got the personality. He understands the drama element. Everybody's captivated on his every move, more so than it feels like any other athlete currently. I think that guy's one who really does move the needle and is actually worthy of the price tag that he'd be paid once he gets into a booth. Yeah, but he just signed a three-year, what was it, $151 million deal. Contracts have never been broken. You're right. It's never happened. Not when they're in that much money with the Green Bay Packers and you took them, drug them through the mud. But nonetheless. Uh, Juan Soto on line one. Okay, Juan Soto okay. on line one. Speaking of Tom Brady and quarterbacks, we're asking you the question, how confident are you in your team's quarterback? The phone number, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. We've got a bunch of different calls for a bunch of different quarterbacks. Let's start with uh, Ben in Utah. Ben in Utah, who's your quarterback and how confident are you? So... My my quarterback is Aaron Rodgers. Mm, lucky you. <laughs> I, I'm my confidence level is at a seven. That's it. Wow. Even weapons seven. Why? Who's he going to throw to? Alan Lazard or Randall Cobb? They're both. <laughs> Alan Lazard's young. Don't get me wrong, but he's not Devonte Adams, and Randall Cobb's not himself like he was back in the day. Now, can I tell you this, though? Do you know what division – I'm saying this, obviously, in jest. you know what division you play in? It might be the worst in the NFL. You could run away with it. You could beat the Lions twice, the Bears twice, and the Vikings twice. And there you go. That's six wins right off the bat. And still, yet, you're only giving them a seven? Yeah, it's a seven. It's pro- ten in the regular season and three in the playoffs, and the median of that is, <laughs> is a seven. It's a seven? It, it's the former MVP of the two last seasons, and we're only giving him a seven? I, this is why – see, see, I can say this as a Bears fan. This is why Green Bay – they're spoiled. This is just spoiled bratness to me. Whoa. That's what this is. But hold on, Shay. It's been a fun ride during the regular season. The dismount at the postseason, which Evan's alluding to, probably plays a little bit of a role. MVP, sure. 
But what happens in the postseason? So now you take away those weapons when they couldn't even get one win in that postseason at home, and then you take those away. I, I can, I, I still think it should be higher than a seven, but I can see why it's not necessarily a ten, which you would think it'd be for a Hall of Fame, certain Hall of Famer like Aaron Rodgers, one of the best to ever do it. Yeah, I, I a seven though for Aaron Rodgers. I don't care if he's playing with you and I, Jordan. I still think that's low for Aaron Rodgers. I would Rogers. go. I would go further to say your father, who is definitely listening, my father-in-law, Doug Pepler, would probably go lower than that because he is fed up. He's fed up, but they're as he's is old Adam Pepler, uh, my brother-in-law. They're old school. They're old. They school. are fed up with the antics yeah. of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, at this point. I know, but they they they'll be fine once they start winning games. Trust me. Uh, really quick, let's go to Andre in Albany. Go ahead, Andre in Albany. Who's your quarterback, and what's your confidence level? Andre in Albany, are you there? You are not there. You've <laughs> dropped. Let's try Todd and Reno if you're there. Todd and Reno, your quarterback in the confidence yep, level. I'm here. Let's do it. Go ahead. Uh, we got Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, 10, baby, all there we the go. way. See, 10. now look it. See, now you're on to something. 10, because he's been an MVP the last two seasons. You play at Lambeau Field. You're in a weak division. It doesn't matter who he's throwing to. And he's got a guy, yeah, that he's very confident in, Jordan, obviously, and Alan Lazard, and sure, Randall Cobb. Two guys, they're not fresh off a new roster. Like, these are his old dudes, and, you know, he's got some tricks with him. Varsity blue style. A 10. A freaking 10. <laughs> I love it. Sometimes you show your age, my friend. Uh, <laughs> this is Canty and Carlin great on movie, ESPN. Though. It is a great movie. It is a great movie. I don't want your laugh. There uh, you go. <laughs> keep the calls coming. 888-ESPN-888-729-3776. Your quarterback and your confidence level in your quarterback. We want to hear from you. We've got more Canty and Carlin coming up. Shea Cornette and Jordan Cornette filling in for the guys this morning. Plus, I'm how much so confidence you. do you have in the Celtics and their young duo? We'll talk about it next here on ESPN Radio and Sirius XM Channel 8. I feel like we can run the table. I really do. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. 